Welcome to episode 069, honoring the role of the mother priestess. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One woke mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Hello, hello, welcome. It is the 22nd of January as I record this. The last time that I connected with you via this podcast was the 15th of November when I gave you a little update on our decision for schooling with little s, which is about to happen in about a week or so. So we're about to begin a very new chapter, but that's not what I've come on here to chat with you about. Firstly, sincerest apologies to those of you who have been waiting patiently for me to get back on the mic. Thank you for your patience. I really appreciate it. It's been a big few months, beautiful, delicious settling into new home and new space and new life and of course enjoying all that summer offers us glorious weather in between the weeks of rain playing in our backyard and enjoying nature barbecuing swimming snoozing meditating reading all of that and it's not quite at the end We're still in summer, we're still going, but I felt the need today, the desire today to get back on the mic and I want to talk to you about something beautiful that has been stewing in my mind and my heart and that is the mother priestess energy and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But before I do that, I want to share something else really important and kind of uh, something that's going to take a bit of time, but I wanted to flag this with you up front. So as you know, the podcast for... Well over the last year, if not more, has been, it is called One Woke Mama. And there's something about that name that now no longer sits okay in my body. Perhaps it's the word woke. Perhaps it's that I don't fully understand the history of that word other than assuming it's related to awakening, waking up. But as I have recently felt the need to get back on and and podcast and the desire to tune in and share with you, every time I've tried to, there's been some resistance around the name. And maybe it's because, I mean, you know this, I've never hid this from you before, but I am not woke. I am awakening and waking up every day and it's partly a consciousness journey, partly an embodied body-based journey. It's partly an energetic journey as I utilize energy medicine more and more. But I'm not quote-unquote woke. So I'm just saying this up front now that there might be a name change. I'm not sure yet. I would love to hear from you. How do you feel about the name of this podcast? 
I have some resistance to calling this podcast The Clara Bade Show because it doesn't feel like a show to me. <laughs> um, but there's some other names rolling around in my mind. But I'm, you know what? This is how I live, right? I'm sharing this in real time. I need to sit with things when they're first presented to me, whether it's a feeling that moves through my body or an idea from the external world. I need to sit with things for a while. And sometimes I talk about them out loud to myself or to other people, or sometimes I let it stew in me for a while. But this is how I authentically live. And I'm not going to pretend to be an expert all the time. And I'm not going to pretend to have my shit figured out all the time because I don't. And I'm no longer going to wait for the perfect time for everything to be just so. So this is me telling you that something doesn't feel right about the name of this podcast and it's been a bit of a block and me recording this today is precisely to move past that block because I'm still going to put it out there under the One Work Mama name and I'll let it sit a little longer. I'll let it percolate and hopefully what brews up is a really clear intuitive feeling. But if you have a thought or feeling around this, obviously with kindness and respect, please feel free to email me. Send an email to claire at claireabade.com and let me know what you think and feel about the name of this podcast and also potentially the intro music and what you think of calling it The Clara Bade Show. I have some other names that I'm playing with and they're all lovely names. But I'm such a multi-layered person, I really struggle to come down to one thing, you know, the awakened woman, the authentic woman, woman awake, holding space with Claire Obeyed, all that kind of thing. So if you feel to just really quickly shooting me back an email, I would love your input because after all, you are the one that's listening to this. Okay, so that aside, there is a bit of a segue here and that is as I bring to you this idea of the mother priestess. And the segue is that so many of us women who are mothers often feel this push-pull, this inner split between our working lives and who we are in the world and our lives as mothers, as raising children. And so much gets put on hold. I can't do that yet because I'm you know, deep in the throes of parenting or this can't happen yet because the timing isn't right. And I get that. And today recording this podcast, despite the fact that I haven't yet had the chance to change the name of this podcast, is an example of me sometimes just being okay with the fact that I am currently deep in the role of mother priestess. And so there is some juggling and there is some cutting of corners and there is a looseness that has to happen. But there's also a divine sacred work that's happening and I want to talk about that with you today. I can't remember exactly the very first time I came across the exact term, the mother priestess, but it's been something that I've become more and more aware of over the last year, at least, maybe two. Here's the thing, right? I love the idea of one day studying and immersing myself in priestess work and bringing out the ancient priestess within me. I love the idea of being in circle frequently and experiencing powerful ritual and harnessing my inner gifts, my intuition, my wisdom, how I download insight and calling in 
energy through my body and using that to facilitate, support and guide others and bringing them into a space of power and self-healing and growth. But as I say all of that, I smile because I realize I'm doing all of that already in just a different way. All of that deep honoring work, all of those sacred rituals, all of the space holding and guiding I'm doing already. Yes, I do this daily with my coaching clients. Yes, I do this in the work that I put out into the world. But actually, my most greatest role over the last six years has been the priestess role of the mother. Now, let's break this down a little bit. Oh my God, I wish I had heard a podcast like this before I had Soleil. But the mother priestess is one of the most potent and important and powerful space holders ever, especially if she's stepping into that role with consciousness, with awareness, with empathy and love and a deliberateness to her actions as mother, especially if she is... Uh, willing to do her own reparenting work and do her own self-healing work, which of course we know has such a profound impact on our own children. So the daily experience of mother, if I think about how my day plays out, I try to rise before the sun so that I can have a little bit of my own ritual time, some embodied movement, on my sheepskin rug on the floor with a candle lit and flowers nearby. Some breath work in that, some stillness and some meditation and some tapping if I get the chance. But that's interrupted and often doesn't get to, get to actually happen by my children waking up. And this is where the sacred work begins immediately. My son comes into my bed and he wants a snuggle and he wants to be close skin to skin and he wants a feed. And I cherish these moments. I cherish these moments of moving into deep presence with him and reconnecting with him in this way. And then my daughter wakes and we get to bring her into bed too. And there's snuggles and kisses and connection. And the priestess work has already begun because I'm reading their energy. I'm holding space for what's already about to unfold. I can see it. I can feel it. She had a bad night's sleep. She's had a nightmare. Something's a bit off about him. I'm already reading and without having a conscious conversation, I'm already tuning in. What do they need today? How can I support them? What needs to happen next? What do I need today? How am I feeling? So the blend is already happening. I was going to say juggle, but we don't use that word. And then, of course, the flow shifts. We move from the bedroom and the kids, depending on their energy and their mood, might start playing and pottering. But generally, they're around my feet they're, they're worshipping at their mother and they're connecting with her. This is the source of our survival and we want to be fed and we want to be fed love and food and breakfast and we're expressing to you how we feel right now. And I have to find a rhythm and a flow and it doesn't always go well or perfectly to show up to their needs and uh, what I need to do to actually make their needs a reality. But then also myself. You know, I'm, I'm nurturing myself, I'm having my tea and I'm setting up my supplements for the morning and whatever it is that's going on. So this priestess work begins in these sacred ritualistic moments 
I need to change my son's nappy and I need to lay him down and smile at him and take a moment to not rush the process but make that into its own container of love. And it's time to pause in the flurry of the morning and hug get down on my knees and look into my children's eyes and say, I love you. How are you today? I'm here. Or pause to actually connect in a different way and actually play or explain when something's not okay or to put a boundary up. The priestess work does not stop. So much of what I want to do in the moment, I have to check in with myself and say, What's driving this right now? How could you better enjoy this present moment? Okay, put your phone down. Stop answering those messages. Those emails can be answered later. Be present with your children who are running around naked in the backyard, like giggling with joy. There is this continuous check-in process. There's this continuous spiritual work that's happening as I have to read my own energy. I have to read what's unfolding in my own mind or what my heart is trying to communicate to me and how that's mirroring through my children and back and how I actually have the power and the ability to change the energy and experience. I have the power and the ability to redirect and to space hold and to guide and to teach. Oh my gosh, there's so much teaching. There is so much teaching. So I've been sitting with this energy of Mother Priestess and in moments where resentment bubbles up for me or frustration, especially over the last six weeks as we've been in summer holidays. And I know those of you that are listening that are mamas are nodding along. Summer holidays, right? They're incredible. There's so much connection, but far out. There's so many snacks and there's so many activities to do and so many places to go. And there are two children that need to be tended to and cared for mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. They get bored easily. They're hot. They're tired. They're frustrated. They've hit each other again. You get it. So there is so much in this time that's beautiful and magical, but it's also exhausting and taxing and there isn't much space for self. And despite that, I have still carved out many, many, many pockets of self. I have been intentional and deliberate and unashamedly um, almost a bit pushy about it this year. I've been like, this is what I want and this is how I'm going to get it. And this is why it's important to me. Excuse me, just coughing. I have been, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? I haven't resisted at all in being clear that that there's a need for my time and space and I've been going to the gym, I've been going to yoga, I've been getting up early and having time for myself, I've been reading on the hammock, I've been grounding outside. It's been beautiful and powerful. But in moments where I'm getting a rush of energy that's asking me to do lots or take action I really want to post something on Instagram, which is never easy with my children because I don't like to walk around with a phone in front of my face all day, storing and sharing constantly. And I don't like to be sitting in front of them tapping away at my phone all the time. So when they come to me and ask a question, the phone goes down and away. So of course, there's this this resentment and frustration that bubbles up when I have those moments where I really want to take action and do something and there isn't a lot of time. 
So coming back to mother priestess, I am in the most powerful priestess role or version of the priestess role for me at this stage of my life. It is, this is actually my spiritual work. This is actually the real life example. This is where I get to bring to life what it looks like to live from love, to live from my heart. This is where I get to bring to life how to bring ritual and sacred pockets of presence and moments of deep surrender and consciousness and awareness and reflection and willing to change beliefs and old stories and reparent myself. This is where it all comes up. This is where I do it. It's not just on paper, read about it, study about it, and then it's never integrated. Wondering when I'll ever get a chance to experience this. Aha, Claire, you are experiencing it right now. As are you, beautiful, sweet, amazing, incredible woman, mama that you are. Gosh, it feels good to get back on the mic and chat, chat, chat. (laughs) So let me know how you feel about this idea of the mother priestess. How can you honor your mother priestess role, experience? For me, the simple act of lighting a candle in the morning and saying a few prayers and spritzing my face with a beautiful essential oil blend and taking literally snippets throughout the day where I might be watching the kids outside as they jump on the trampoline and place my hand on my heart and breathe in the colours of nature or sit down on the earth and ground or meditate at nap time even though there's stuff to do, there's always stuff to do. How can you both mentally, both cognitively but also energetically in your body, from your heart honour that you are in the most incredible priestess journey unfolding. This is where you are activating all of the lessons that you are downloading, learning, coming to understand. We have to embody the consciousness piece. We have to bring down what we understand, the wisdom, and we have to bring it down into our body and integrate it and then bring it forth into our lives into the work we do into our clients into our children that's where the real magic happens so I invite you to perhaps this is something that I did and I just had an idea that you might like to do to write yourself an entry in your journal bringing to life the mother priestess that you are What I mean by that is describe your daily priestess role and do so with a lot more color and flourish and um, what's the word I want to come to? Color it with beauty and grace. Instead of uh, paint it from a perspective of mundane and tiresome and hard and difficult What are the beautiful lessons and the powerful unfoldings that are coming through your day? What are the rituals that you have that you don't even realize that you have? What are the sacred moments like tucking your child into bed or snuggling up to them and singing them a song as you rub their back? When my son comes out from his nap, 
he's learnt to open the door on his own. He's just reached up as high as he can and he can undo it and uh, pull down the door handle now. And there's this little ritual that happens. My daughter sings out, because I'm usually meditating, Mama, Rafi's awake. And I come out into the hallway and we meet each other halfway. And he's rubbing his eyes and I hold my arms out. And I scoop him up into my arms and I cradle him like a little baby. And he nuzzles into my neck. Or if I don't happen to meet him in the hallway on time, he climbs straight into bed next to me where I'm meditating. And he doesn't say a word. He just tucks under my arm. And we just sit there for 5, 10, sometimes 15 minutes and just breathe. He just wakes up slowly and he just looks around the room. That is a moment of magic. That is a ritual that unfolds without even realizing it. So I invite you to do some journaling around that and with grace and beauty, color your priestess life. Bring it to life. Bring it off the pages so that you can actually go, wow, this is, I'm already embodying the priestess. I am living this role, this powerful role. So rather than looking to other people, other healers, other shamanic women, coaches, priestesses, other women who you think, oh, one day I might be like that. One day I might experience that. One day I might live a life like that. Maybe you already are. And how... Can that be both humbling and incredibly exciting and liberating at the same time? So I'm going to leave you with this. I'm very much hoping to return to podcasting regularly. But I'm also really honouring that we are about to experience a massive transition as Soleil begins her schooling life. I'm equally excited and thrilled and ready for this as she is. And yet I'm also beginning the process of grieving the end of this stage of her life, her very young years and feeling like this is now the point in her life where I can't completely protect her and where she becomes so open to the world and so much more open to things that we're going to have to figure out how to navigate together. And I'm preparing myself and doing a lot of grounding to... Actually, I'm working with my womb a lot, dropping into my womb center so that I can be in that space connected to Gaia, connected to Earth, preparing to hold space for her as she processes lots of big emotions, both leading up to this, but also I'm anticipating as she enters a completely different system and experience with different faces, different places, different ways of doing things, different rules to follow, and the confusion and the mental energy required and the struggles socially in preparing for all of that. And at the same time, I'm also preparing to be delighted and surprised and to witness her resilience and to see her thrive and that to really know that she's so truly ready for all of this. So I'm sure there will be an update from me to you on this. And I can't wait to share more. And for those of you that are about to embark on the same journey, I send you so much mama solidarity and love and support and strength and as many deep breaths as you can manage. 
So breath medicine, live stream, breathwork classes are back on. Keep a lookout on the website, clarabade.com slash breathwork dash classes for updated classes. I've also got a couple of spots that have just opened up in my one-on-one coaching. This doesn't happen that often because my clients tend to stay with me for quite a while, minimum of three, six, sometimes upwards of 12 months, depending. So I've just had two spots open up as two clients have decided to pause on their work at the moment. Uh, They are flourishing and flying through life and it's such a thrill to see what they're doing in the world and how they're engaging with their families and their lives. So if you feel called to work with me and you have been waiting for that little tug to dive into some incredible work one-on-one with myself as your guide to support you to grow and self-heal and transform as cliche as that is, but it is a process of transformation, then please email me, claire at clarabade.com. I'm so happy to offer you a free 30-minute chat so that we can get to know each other and understand your needs and how I can best support you. But if just being with me here on the podcast or perhaps connecting with me on Instagram, that is also perfect. And I so welcome our connection as we move into 2021. And yeah, I'm not going to give you a whole lot of fanfare about what this year is going to be. But I can't wait. I can't wait to see what unfolds for you all and to see the ongoing shift that's clearly happening on this earth. So until we connect again, thank you so much for being patient with me and thank you so, so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into One Woke Mama. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and to ensure that One Work Mama lands in the hearts and the ears of those that need it most. If you can think of somebody who would gain value from this podcast, please consider sharing it and doing them a favor. You can find me at claireobade.com or over on Instagram under claireobade underscore. I'm just one mama on the path to woke and I hope you choose to wake up with me too.